All right, here we go, fellas. It's a lovely Thursday evening. One last time for the regular season, the week 18 slate ahead, all division games all the time. Stuff is clinched. Still a lot of playoffs on the line. How are y'all doing tonight? Are y'all ready to make one last round of picks? Yeah, you know, it's we finally made it. 18 weeks flew by, man. It's been a hell of a ride. Um, especially speaking about my team, I know the ride's coming up to an end. We got 10% chance. We're going to we're going to run with it. So, we'll see where we go, but it's been a hell of a ride. <laughs> it's been a hell of a ride. So, here we go. Uh, ready for the playoffs though. I feel like we're in for a very very entertaining playoff. So, shout out script writers and uh yeah. Yeah, man, it's 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 sad we're here to the point, but now here's where the fun begins, where it gets really intensified. We're sitting here focusing one game at a time rather than trying to be like, oh, what's going on here, left and right. And now like three months from now, we're gonna be like, oh, I wish football was on. Like I wish <laughs> But like this is also the fun of it. We get into the nits and grits of who becomes great. So I'm excited. I'm excited. All right, well, let's get right into it. It's going to be good last week. We'll say goodbye to some of our, some of our favorites as well. Um, all right, re- quick recap. So as I was just telling you before we started, the standings are locked in. Uh, no matter what happens with the locks this week, no one is uh, moving. So Christian, uh, you had a two-in-one week. You hit on the Texans and Patriots, but the Bucks let you down. Uh, I also had a two-in-one week hitting on the Niners. The Niners uh, – the Packers, uh, Niners and Packers, but the Cowboys did not cover. And then Jalen had a rough one and two week. He uh, hit on the Lions pick. They covered barely, but the Eagles uh, and Rams, both the Eagles lost outright and the Rams didn't cover. Uh, so that was a tough one. So the, the standings, Christians in first at 33 and 18. I'm in second at 27, 19 and five. And Jalen is in third at 24, 25 and one. Jalen, it's all going to come down to this last week to see if you're above 500. <laughs> we also went two and two on the squad picks last week. We only had four. Uh, we hit on the Texans and Niners, but not the Rams and Bucks. Also, the over-unders at the beginning of the year. So it's mostly all settled uh, going into this last week. So James right now is two and two. He hit on the Jets and the Giants, but missed on the Bucks and Lions. He still has the Seahawks. He has them over eight and a half. That's going to come down to this last game. I'm all done. I went two and three on my five over-unders. I hit on the Steelers and Packers over, uh, but missed on the Colts and Raiders under and the Patriots over. Jalen, there's a lot of pressure this week because you are 0 and 3. You've already missed the uh you've already missed the Panthers. Oh, actually, the Vikings have are the Vikings seven and nine? Yeah. Okay, so actually you're I lied, you're 0 and 4. They're over eight and a half. So the only one you could still get is Jags over nine and a half. You missed Panthers, Bears, and Cowboys. Um, Where are the Bears at? You had the Bears under seven and a half. Oh, okay. So you're own three. That's the one. I was wrong. I had I was had it right before. So yeah, the Bears and I'm actually rooting for the Bears. (laughs) You need them to lose. You need them to lose. I don't know, man. I don't know in this situation. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And then Christian. You are impressively one and one. You so you have three that are going to come down to this last week. So you hit on the Browns, or you missed the Browns under, 
and you missed and you hit on the Saints. Oh no, yeah, you hit on the Saints. Yeah, the Saints is easy money. Easy. I, I said everyone. The Saints was the easiest cash. That you've got the Broncos under eight and a half, Bills under ten and a half, and Cardinals under four and a half. So if they all lose, you'll go four and one and win easily. If conversely, if they all win, you'll go one and four. So it's, it was Broncos right there. Broncos, Cardinals, and Bills. You had them oh. all under, and they all will be over with a win, under with a loss. So, <laughs> big, big week for the over-unders. So, yeah, that is where things stand as we get into the final week of the regular season. So, we start. Just remind me next time to just go off of what I originally write down. Just remind me next time. I'm just disappointed in my uh, results for the over-unders this year. Goodness. Great segment that we had, though. I'm, I'm so – it was an electric segment. James might wind up winning it depending on – it's going to be James or Christian. Um, well, I guess if James misses his, I could technically be a tie. But anyways, at any rate, <laughs> good segment. So we start fittingly, very first game, back on Saturday once more. I don't know why the Steelers have played so many Saturday games this year, but here they, here we go again. Steelers in Baltimore, the rivalry. Sadly, you know, this is doesn't have quite the same uh, zest to it as it normally would because the Ravens are sitting most people. But that means it's by no means a sure thing for the Steelers. We know how they do against bad teams and bad quarterbacks. They've been Tyler Huntley before, though. Steelers are four-point favorites in Baltimore, over under 35-and-a-half. Mason Rudolph has the hammer. Um. Jalen, why don't you start? You're a neutral party. Oh, man. I, I feel like I'm not that neutral, though, in this answer here. Um, I'm easily going with the Ravens. I think you got Scoot Huntley and Dalvin Cook coming in here. This Ravens offense is going to be still playing just as electric. And remember, folks, Snoop Huntley. Just as electric? I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, Snoop Huntley is a Pro Bowl quarterback. You can't – if you let me finish my sentence, you got to remember. I mean – and this is a rivalry game. I've seen someone give me a scenario where you get a Steelers team who's going into the playoffs relatively hot, and they somehow work their way back to Baltimore because they get a low seed. That is not what you want in any division matchup. So if you're the Ravens, I feel like this is your chance to just step on them and just get them out of there while you can. So I'm going with Baltimore and Snoop Huntley and the new addition of Dalvin Cook. Hopefully he gets to play, but I think it's too late now. Christian, you want to go? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, honestly, like we're on a bye week again. Um, so it's sitting here, first of all, reflecting on that game on, on Sunday. Goodness. Wow. wow. <laughs> that was a – <laughs> that was a step on your throw performance, if you ask me. Um, so it's been a while since we had actually no, I lied. We've had quite a bit of blowout games this year, but this one was like a really like really like blowout game. So yeah, yeah. let them back. Yeah. So yeah, got they got a touchdown here at the end of the game to cut the lead to 33 or something like that. Like good, good job on them. Um, but this game obviously doesn't really have the same magnitude as it usually does. And I feel like it's been a lot of these these past couple seasons with the Steelers being at this week 17, 18 game. It's for some odd reason. It's it, it really hasn't affected that much. So Pro Bowl Huntley um is at the helm. So 
It should be interesting. Uh, Malik Cunningham is going to come in for a couple plays. For what John said, um, <laughs> I would, I would just a little dab on Malik Cunningham anytime touchdown. Just, just a little, just a little, little sprinkle. Um, but you never know. You might have a problem <laughs> <laughs> if, if Malik Cunningham comes out here and just. Mm, all right, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, give me, give me Broncos. Give me, give me, give me the Ravens. I was looking at the Broncos spread real quick. <laughs> I was getting ahead of myself. Ravens plus four. I mean, part of me, part of me kind of wants to just lose this game. So I was telling Colby earlier, Steelers get in and the Bills get out. Because if the Bills lose against the Dolphins, the Bills are knocked out. So that would be that would be huge, huge for my uh, Bills take the entire year. Of curse. So I'm just I'm trying, I'm trying to ride the curse. Wow. All right, so y'all are both on the Ravens plus the four. Listen, this – I'm taking the Steelers. This is – I mean, you got to win this game. I mean, this is this is inexcusable if you lose this. It is the rivalry, and the underdog wins like every time, so that does give me some concern. Uh, and just the fact that the Steelers, this is right up their alley for a game that they like to lose, a game they have no business losing. Uh, but this is – you know, it's, the offense has looked the best it has all year with Rudolph the last two weeks. They're running the ball super well. The defense should be able to keep uh, Huntley in check. So I I think they get this win, and hopefully they get in. Basically, if they win, they just need – they got to win, and they need either Jacksonville or Buffalo to lose. Um, and so we'll see how that plays out. We'll get to those games later. Um, I feel oh, okay, even though this is no by no means a sure thing, but this is you got to win this one for the Steelers, especially if you're Mike Tomlin. you gotta You got to have some pride. People have been calling for your job, including me sometimes. So you got to get this one. And at least be like, look, we went 10 and 7. Honestly, at the beginning of the year, uh, 10 and 7, that's about what I thought they would be. 10 and 7, 11 and 6. I thought it would look better than it has, but what the hell? I mean, if you get there, you get there. So we'll see how it goes. But I'll take the Steelers minus the four. Okay. All right. A solid argument. I'll say that. Um, all right, on to some games where both teams now are trying and have a lot to play for. Maybe the best game, I guess Bills Miami is the best game of the weekend, but definitely the next best game of the weekend. A legitimate playoff game a week early. The two Cinderella feel good stories of the year in the same division. Colts, Texans at Colts. Very simple. Winner gets in, loser does not. If Jacksonville loses, it's for the division it'll end up being for the division, but they play before Jacksonville. Saturday night, this is an awesome game. I'm so glad that it worked out like this, that these two are playing the last week. The Colts are, or the Texans are one and a half point road favorites, which is all surprised me a little bit. Um, I, I can't pick a Colts game, as you know. They did win last week, but they did not cover. Um, I got to go with my gut, and I love Houston here. I got to say, I just think Houston's better. They ultimately, I think, have more upside just because of C.J. Stroud. And I would love to see him in the playoffs. I think this is going to be a great game. I can't wait to see how this one watches it. And also, I just think Houston would be more dangerous in the playoffs, too, because of C.J. Stroud um, and everything that he can unlock. No disrespect to the Colts. They've had a home run year out of, out of this park year. Unbelievable season. Um, this is going to be a great game. It's a go either way, but I'll take Houston minus the point and a half. Well... 
hope Houston fans out there enjoyed their season. Um, it looks like Colby just right there and in there, cold your season right and everything. And thank you. I, I can say thank you dearly and humbly because I get to see some Gardner Minshew in the postseason. Um, <laughs> right. Um, personally, though, barring superstitions, I'm going with the Colts here, even though they do get the points at home. I do think this is going to be a close game. But more importantly, I just think that the Shane Steichen Colts off just just playing, like I said, all on Tuesday, they're playing really, really good. They're playing it with they, every time I've doubted them, they proved me wrong. So that's what I'm here for and everything. So give me the Colts. Well, I will listen to my to superstitions here. Um, give me the Colts uh, plus one. Yeah. <laughs> Be fading Colby here. Um, but I mean, like I said, I'm kind of rooting for the ugliest playoff um, AFC matchings here. So let's have the Colts and the Pittsburgh Steelers into the playoffs. Um, so has some ugly matchup right there. <laughs> People will be upset if it's Mason Rudolph and Gardner Minshew instead of Stroud and Josh Allen in the playoffs. I can we're rooting, we're rooting for the most disgusting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's going to be a good one, though, man. I can't wait to watch that one and see how that goes. All right, on to the Sunday slate, which some good ones and also some, some trash. Only really, really only one massive spread, though, out of all these games. Interesting. Uh, first one, very meaningful game, potentially. Falcons at the Saints, the gross NFC South, going out with a gross bang. Saints are three-point favorites at home. If Tampa loses to Carolina, winner of this game gets the division. Um, they could also still, the winner of this game, I think, could still get the last wild card if Green Bay and Seattle both lose. Um, not 100% sure on what the scenarios are for the seven seed there. It's, I assume it's still Heineke, I believe, going against Derek Carr and the Saints. I mean, the Falcons, who knows, has upset a million times. I like the Saints here. Grudgingly, yeah. I'll take the Saints. Um, I think they go nine and eight with the win, which is. I mean, around what I thought they would be, maybe slightly a smidge worse. I don't know. Um, right or I thought they'd be right around 500, and that's what they've been, even though it's been very ugly. I don't want to see either of these teams in the playoffs, so please, Tampa, beat Carolina. But uh, I'll take the Saints in this game. I just think they're a little more trustworthy than Atlanta. And that's not really saying anything, but. Yeah, in a game where you say you trust the Saints, but you can't trust the Falcons game in general. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this game, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Atlanta. Uh, I just like the I just like the random factor here, but also I feel like Atlanta has more on the line when it comes to maybe their jobs. I don't know. Like I don't know what's going on over there, Atlanta. You know, like what's gonna be their off season? That type of feel. Oh. So I mean, if they can end on a good note here, maybe show us what a sign of any direction of where they could go in the off season of what they're trying to address or anything really. And of course I, I just don't want to see the saints in the playoffs. So I also think, you know, these guys match up. Well, I feel like, you know, young offense, veteran defense, this could be an interesting matchup. Mm, I don't want to talk about this game. Just give me the offense <laughs> plus three. Um, but this game does have also massive implications on the second and the third pick in the NFL draft. And if you guys oh. are 
peculiar to what the situation is, is that if the Col the Commanders and the Patriots hypothetically both lose this week, uh, which is possible for both of them, they are still tied with the schedule. Then it comes down to strength of schedule. Um, and the Patriots played the Saints early in the year. The Commanders played the Falcons early in the year, and they lost to both of those teams. So, like, it's like weird math, and it comes down to them. So, it's technically, the Commanders are rooting for the Saints to win, and the Patriots are rooting for the Falcons to win. Um, so, it can contradict and boost them on over. Uh, but for right now, the Commanders have the second pick. Well, I hope that's and not the Patriots. Well, we'll get to the Patriots later because I actually think they're going to win this. Do week. you really want the Commanders to have the second overall pick? Yes. I don't want any more of these quarterbacks in the AFC, man. Get, get them out of the AFC, dude. Like get I'm so quarterbacks. There's like the NFC is known for its veteranship of quarterbacks. Okay. Exactly. That's why we need, to... why we need to get some youth over there. And, hmm. and Eggman Washington would honestly be pretty fun. That, that's because they do have some weapons I, I could see that working um so yeah that'll be fascinating and you'll have a new coach too so washington can be an interesting team this season all right a gross week and don't have to spend really any time on this game because it's pretty much completely meaningless browns at Bengals. i believe the browns are already locked in as the five seed uh they're resting flacco and they're making their fifth starting quarterback this year jeff driscoll um which is wild. They have five different quarterbacks. They're going to be the five seed. Cincinnati already eliminated. So, yeah, it's a meaningless game. Uh, the Bengals are seven-point favorites, which is crazy because they always lose, but that's just because the Browns are resting pretty much everyone, I assume. Um, I don't know. I'll take the Browns plus seven, even with their backups. What the hell? I mean, they always beat them, and it's a meaningless game anyway. I'll take the points. <laughs> that's really all I got to say about this one. <laughs> Colby, honestly, I'm going to take the Browns as well. I really want to see what Christian does in this spot. <laughs> I mean, Scott, it really has no meaning. <laughs> yeah. Ever, but you put me in a spot where are we going to squad ride on the Flacco left Browns? <laughs> They're getting se catching seven. That's or my win. Or am I going to pick the kitty cats? Um, the crying kitty bats that are on Twitter right now crying that if Joe Burr was right healthy right now, he would be MVP and lean the Bengals to the one spot. All our freaking hypotheticals, dude. Um, ah, screw it. Old squad rider Browns plus seven. That's a lot of points. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, come on. You got to trust Kevin Stefanski, right? I mean, you think you figured he'd figure out how to deal with these cornballs. Quote so that's a so that's a squad ride then. Squad. Yes. One's <laughs> plus seven in a completely meaningless game. I love it. Okay. Next game. <laughs> uh this one does have a lot of meaning for one team. The other team has been dead for weeks. Jags in Tennessee. The free falling Jags who did beat the awful Panthers with CJ Beth left. Uh, I think Trevor's expected to play in this game. Um, and the line would reflect that. They're three and a half point favorites in Tennessee. I mean, this is an ab. This is a disaster for Jacksonville if they lose this game. Considering they were eight and three not that long ago, before this brutal last month, um, I don't have any really faith in the Jags that I did, but I still have enough that I don't think they would blow it this bad. So I'll take Jacksonville minus three and a half. The Titans, they're 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 ready to finish the year 
and think about trying to fix improve their team in the offseason. Um, so I'll take Jacksonville here. Trevor can't go down like this. Doug Peterson can't go down like this. Oh, he might go down like that, Colby, unfortunately. I have been so wishy-washy on the Jags. But I'm going to do something different. I'm going to actually say I, I do have a good feeling about the Titans here. I really do. Uh, I'm going to take the Titans on the upset. Wow. Um, I like what Vrabel came out and said today, too. He was he, he got questioned whether or not he wants to go out and, you know, how does he feel about this game? And he said, well, losing sucks, Colby. Well, he added a little more profanity, but losing sucks. Yeah. So I, I I really do like, and I think this is a big vet message for Vrabel. And maybe this will help silence me in the offseason for, you know, potentially sending Vrabel to another team if he wins this game. If he loses this game, Colby, I'm sorry, but Vrabel going to another team talk is going to well, be listen, out of my hands. Listen, he, he's not going to get fired. But uh, I did hear Colin did say on his show the other day that uh, they think like Vrabel could like try to get out of there, which like coaches, it, that would be wild if we get to a point where can you imagine like coaches being like NBA stars, like coaches request start requesting trades. Like that would be wild. I still think it's very unlikely, but maybe. maybe. They'd be insane to fire him. I did say at the beginning of the season. I'm just saying, but I will be shocked if he's fired. I'm stunned. I got a feeling this offseason is gonna get a lot of firings. I just gotta <laughs> there's gonna be a lot. Um, but wow, I didn't think I would see the day where Jalen finally turned his back on the Jags. Wow, I'm like still in shock that he went that way. Um like you gotta take the Jags now that Jalen got <laughs> Off the train. <laughs> uh, give me give me Jags minus three and a half. I, I just think they finally pulled out after Jalen gave up on him. This their sweet prince of No, they haven't. No, they <laughs> that's the thing. I stuck with this team all season and I've been I've also it. been I've also been right there with you. I he he makes me I've been right there with you for, for pretty much the whole thing too, man. I've I've I still have some I mean look, if Trevor was healthy, I still No out. He's not. No faith in Trevor Lawrence anymore. Not really. Not after what he did to me in this fantasy football season. <laughs> okay, well, I have no faith in the Jaguars okay. at all. <laughs> Those fuckers put me in last place. I'm not using a keeper pick for anything. Any Jacksonville or AFC South player whatsoever. Besides maybe Tank Dell. I don't know if you guys saw that uh, finesse copying of mine. Good one. Okay. Anyways. Um, hang on. I'm sending y'all the second Zoom meeting. Okay. We'll, we'll get one more game on this one. This one has meaning, all the meaning for one team, um, no meaning for the other. Pan- Bucks at Panthers. Tampa wins the NFC South with a win. God, I hope they win because, as I said, Atlanta or New Orleans hosting a playoff game would just be criminal. Um, the Panthers on the flip side are already locked into the worst record. They don't have their pick. They're just the wor- one of the worst teams I've ever seen, honestly. They're not going to get remembered in history like the 0-16 Browns or the 0-16 Lions because they won two games, but they're down there with any of the teams I've seen. They're one of the worst teams I've ever seen um, in my lifetime watching the NFL, so congrats to them on that. Um, and also, I don't know if you saw uh, First Things First today, Jalen, but uh, a coach, uh, Eric Mangini, was saying on there, Baker, with all the incentives in his contract, he could make, like, because if they win the division – 
uh, if he has like certain statistical things and if he plays 86% of the snaps, if you add up all the incentives, he could make like $3 million from this game and his yearly salary was $4 million. So he can make almost as much as he has the whole year in incentives if they get this dub and he plays well. Um, for all those reasons, I love the Bucks here. Give me Baker, bounce back, get to the playoffs. Nate Mayfield, it sounds like. Uh, it sounds like, I mean, you just added more incentive for him to play well. But personally, I think this for the Bucks team, they have to play well as a general unit. I've been saying it all season. They got veteran wide receivers. They got veteran players in the defense that have playoff experience. I mean, you have to cash in if you're the Bucks. You got the players because I feel like if you don't, it's going to be a huge offseason where Christian just said a lot of people are probably going to get fired. And see Todd Bowles being one of those names that are going to be considered probably, even though it's been relatively quiet, but it has been also a little bit of a disappointing season because we expect you guys to wrap this division up two weeks ago, bud. So last week was bad. <laughs> that was a rough showing last week. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough showing, but at the same time, I still have faith in Baker and the Bucks. I'm still going to put my name by him right here for this for this one and go ahead and just not even really hopefully concern ourselves with the thought of the Panther of uh, a Saints Falcons fourth quarter, you know, is important, crucial <laughs> game. You know, I'm hoping that by the time this game is like, it's the fourth quarter of the Bucks game and it's like a three score lead. That's what I'm hoping for. Not <laughs> in, in Bucks favor, in Bucks favor, yeah. you know, in Bucks favor. So that way we don't have to even flip on to the Falcons Saints game. Yep, you gotta put this away, Baker. You cannot, you cannot lose because if he loses this, I I fear the worst. <laughs> it kind of it really takes away all the luster from this great bounce back he's season he's had. If they it just the goes down, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Bucks was a one year deal. I don't think he comes back to Tampa. This he'll be back. This Especially is gonna if he wins, he'll be back. If he wins, he'll be back. But if he loses this, mm. um, and also I am worried because Carolina did give the Bucks a game last time they met. Um, there was kind of a shootout. Four and a half. It's a little smaller than I uh, <laughs> anticipated. Uh, it has me worried there too as well. Give me Bucks minus four and a half. But come on, Baker, please, <laughs> please do not make me want to drop kick my TV. Scene freaking. Derek Carr limp out there after his 11th injury. <laughs> Desmond Ritter with his big forehead jumping on going. I'm not leaving until I get a Super Bowl. I saw that. I saw someone posted that tweet, that quote, and they were like, this is starting to sound like more of a threat every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. The Falcon. Listen, man, the, on the flip side, last thing I'll say about the NFC South, just with the Falcons and why the Bucs need to cash this in. For all the things we've said about the Falcons, if they some if they get the quarterback right, they could be legitimately interesting team because uh, they do have talent. But that's a big if. Anyways, just a thought. Michael Penix in Atlanta kind of would be saucy. Kind of what I'm hoping for. Well, I do have to tell you that Russell Wilson will actually be the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. Oh God, that's so much worse. That's even better. That's even that's what I'm that would, that's what that I was thinking. thought about that. Worse, I could see that. And 
Justin. For folks out there, I did play, if they remember, at the beginning of the season, I was playing as the Denver Broncos. And the team that I managed to get Russell Wilson to was either the Falcons. It was only two teams. It was the Falcons and the Commanders. And they were probably the two <laughs> two teams that probably are still right now up in the air for their quarterback situation. So, I mean, it seems like an easy decision, Colby, to go for a quarterback in the draft. But will they actually do it? When you I mean, got a super have a high quarterback like Russell Wilson there. They might not have a high enough pick, so that you might be onto something there. Okay, next game. Um, this is another one that I guess technically has draft. It has some meaning as far as draft picks, but no actual meaning. Um, Jets, Patriots, sixteen in a row, or however many it is at this point, in Foxborough. Patriots are one and a half point favorites. Jets do have a better record, but the Patriots have already beat them once. And I just got to tell you, you're crazy if you think Bill Belichick is going to lose this game. This is potentially his last game in New England. Do you think he really wants to go out? And he might not be. Maybe he'll be back. But if this is his last game in New England with that cloud hovering over, you really think they're going to let him go out losing to the Jets? That he's going to go out and lose to – um, God, what is their quarterback that they have right now? Trevor Simeon? really going to lose this game? No way, Jose. Give me the Patriots here. Easy. I think this is going to be an inspired Patriots team just because they know. I feel like a lot of people might know what's going on within. So they go out. They keep this. They keep the streak alive. You know, probably one of the more important streaks in the NFL now that Tomlin has proven to us that his is uh, getting less relative. I don't know. No, he's not losing that streak, man. That's the last thing he does. <laughs> it's starting to seem like it. So let's test it, though. I'm going with the Patriots to see if they can keep theirs alive as well. And we'll see what happens with Belichick. That's a good point. Yeah, Belichick's not losing his last game. It's the Jets. He owns the Jets. We've learned from mistake. I've learned from mistake of picking a Jets against the <laughs> Patriots. Time. I won't make that mistake this time. Give me the Patriots. All right, another three straight squad rides after none at the beginning. All right, next game. Say this though, I will say this: if he does lose this game, it probably is like almost guaranteed that he's out the door. Yeah, this will be the ultimate nail in the coffin. You're right about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, now to the NFC North classics. First up, the ones. A lot less at stake. Jalen's team, the Vikings. Nick Mullins, finest hour. In Detroit, the last dance more than likely for the Vikings, barring just a miracle where everything else burns around, burns down in the NFC. The Lions are three-point favorites at home. How do you want to do this, Jalen? You want us to go or you want to go? I'm going to go. I'm going to end this right now and right here. 10%, folks, like I started this podcast with. 10% chance. (laughs) Vikings win this game, and we're going to get into the fun NFC North game. But I feel like if Vikings win this game, first of all, you don't have to worry about any of the NFC South hoopla. That's the one positive about this. If the Vikings win, you don't even have to worry about Falcon Saints because the Vikings beat both of them. Um, secondly, it's just... You, I'm just saying, I, it's it's looking like a we got Jack, we got fucked over as hard as the Lions did when they played the Cowboys. 
Because now we have to face a, line, a motivated Lions team looking to prove a point after they got robbed on national television. It's not fair to the Vikings. It's not fair to the Lions. And so I'm sitting here today saying, shame on you, NFL, and the scriptwriters for trying to make sure that the, that the Detroit Lions play the Rams and for making the Vikings have a 10% chance in testing Kevin O'Connell. I, I, I can't believe they decided to do that. Kevin O'Connell, look, start Nick Mullins. Throw the fucking ball to Justin Jefferson since we haven't had enough of that all season. <laughs> and for God's sakes, or and Jordan Addison, he's been really good. but He's fallen off the earth. It's like we can't find him for some reason. Throw him the ball too, please. And uh, we'll address the running back thing in the offseason. We get to do my favorite thing. Get to force Colby to talk about running backs in the draft. And then let Brian Flores do the defense thing. For God's sakes, we might have a shot. We might have a chance here, folks. 10%. 10%. Can't wait to have our annual running back draft argument this year. Who, who, I, I don't, don't even know that. Know we're going to be arguing about this time around. <laughs> oh, we're going to be arguing about running backs. Uh, I think we're going to be arguing about actually <laughs> mostly running backs. Uh, I definitely can already guarantee you that. My team definitely needs a running back. <laughs> so to say all that, who? So are you picking the Vikings? Yes, after that, if if you couldn't <laughs> keep up with that, yes. Oh yeah, I got I got yeah I lost got lost there. Sorry. All right, yeah, Vikings plus three, Christian. Yeah, bad spot for the Vikings right now. Being the Lions getting screwed over game, really just like yeah, someone has to get the anger out. And Dan Campbell's about to fake punt like three times in this game. You already know it. <laughs> Rage fake punting. <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me Lions minus three. Um, I still think they will get the third speed with the Cowboys winning. We'll get to that later. I and the Lions will get the third spot, and we will get the Rams and the Lions at Ford Field. That is gonna be a movie. That is that has to be the Same. prime. That one hundred percent will be the prime time game of uh, that would be the that will be the Monday night of the Super Wild Card weekend. Book it. Wow. Um, that would be. And, and then Vikings, on the other hand, I had more thought of it after last week's episode. I was like, why did KLC put this man at QB? Like, why? Why? Yeah. You had a shot at playoffs, like. So, okay. I think with this, situation. you had you had Kirk Cousins shirtless in the skull, like that was awesome. His kid was like right below him, like that was awesome. But Minnesota, I do have to tell you something. Your quarterback will be playing Monday night, and he's in purple, and he will be transitioned to another purple. Say hello to Michael Penix Jr., Minnesota. Woo! Said at the beginning of the year. Thank you, sir. I I love that take. Oh, yeah, that would be. I I believe. We, yeah, we did say that earlier this year. Yeah, I'm, if Penix falls that far, I mean, that would be a slam dunk. I, I like Penix a lot. I'm, I I like him more than Drake May. I mean, he's it's. I really like Michael Penix. I think I think he drops to where the Vikings will be at. I think no, I don't think he drops. I think that's where he's going to be predicted to go. Because he does have like the knee injury history. So that's and he's lucky. And he's a lucky. Yeah, he he is my favorite college quarterback of college player I've watched in a couple couple seasons. He's he's electrifying. Don't worry, I got a fun draft tad bit in the next game. Don't worry, that's a great point, Christian. Don't worry. All right, I'm ready to hear that. I'll be quick. I actually agree with Jalen. I like the Vikings plus three here simply because 
Detroit's not really playing for anything. Technically, yes, they could get the two seed, but they need Philly and Dallas to both lose. That's not going to happen with the teams that they're playing. So the Vikings are technically still alive. So I just like catching the points here. Division game, they played them tough last time. And Detroit really is not playing for anything, for being honest. Um, uh, we'll, we'll transition into this game. But that's a good way, as we mentioned. The much more interesting NFC game, the Red Hot. Chicago Bears going up against their new daddy, Jordan Love, in Lambeau Field. He already cooked them week one before his emotional roller coaster of a season started. Packers, once again, second year in a row, different quarterback, same spot, playoff spot on the line against a division rival, win and you're in. We all know how it went last year. Um, the the seating the Wilson the one thing I will say I do think I'm pretty sure I you'd have to check the tiebreakers but Green Bay did beat the Rams so I'm pretty sure if the Rams lose to the Niners this week and they're resting Stafford that it'd be flipped if Green Bay wins and so it'd be Green Bay Detroit and Rams Dallas I think that's still possible um, and that's an interesting thing who would you rather play if you're Detroit would you rather have the Stafford homecoming Packers I would rather play the Packers. Really? Uh, I don't, yeah, want to come back into Ford Field. I guess, I guess you're probably right, but Jordan Love also embarrassed them on Thanksgiving the last time they faced. But anyways, Packers minus three. That's an interesting uh man. The Lions are gonna have the best NFC game of the first round, definitely. Uh Bears at Packers, Packers three point favorites. I mean, we already know who I'm picking. So you yeah. got to go. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, that was such a great monologue you had for the Packers there. Um, <laughs> look, folks, I've said it at the beginning of the season. Justin Fields, probably last season as a Bears quarterback. Here we are, the last week of the season. And I'm asking this man, do you have one more? <laughs> do you have one more to win this football game? And not only potentially not come in last place in your division, but also prove maybe to other teams that you deserve to still play in this league because people want to talk crazy on the media about you saying that it's not even worth keeping you for next season if they're going to have the number one pick. I know Colby's probably going to be sitting there saying it's not even close to an idea that they should co- keep him no, when they get the quarterback. It's an idea. It's an idea. I would, I would still take Caleb and trade him, but – that's more about Caleb than it is about Fields for me. I think Fields well, did very well recently. Right now, it is about Fields. Because last I checked, Caleb's not playing in any playoff game. And everything. And last I checked, <laughs> Justin Fields has a city rooting behind him, asking him, and really just really wrote of it. I'm really rallying behind the Chicago fan base right now. I want you guys to keep Justin Fields. I said it every week these last couple of weeks. I want you guys to keep him. He's usually it's. Re- I, I'm fine with the split. Don't get me wrong, but it's also very comfy knowing that you're going to go two and nine for the first eleven weeks, and then you win out for the end of the season. That's, I'm completely fine with that. I was going to say, is that is that uh, that's probably a, I think you just made an argument for them to not keep Fields, just because you obviously. Hey, the fans want him fans, now. Fans, I don't care if the fans want him now. Let them have him now, and I'm here to support it. <laughs> That's what matters here. All right. If they want to if they want to support this man, I'm here for it. Cause this is a game where I need him. So 
And right now they got the weapons and they're already asking about to throw more weapons. And I just don't trust the Packers. God damn it. It's so disgusting. So give me the Bears. Preach, Pastor Klieg. Preach, Pastor Klieg. Thank you. Thank you. That was a beautiful monologue. Yeah, screw the goddamn Packers. It's entire. Speaking on that. Justin Fields back behind the wall. He's ready to freaking go at it. Lay out one last case. He's been red hot lately. This is what Chicago deserves. That is the quarterback they deserve. We want Fields. We want Fields. We don't want some boy that's gonna point, paint all his nails. F Green Bay. You don't. You do. Do you know how much that will backfire on you real quick in the NFL, buddy? You're gonna learn. You're gonna learn real quick here. I don't want that man in my division at all. He's so corny. <laughs> you have you have a generational wide receiver that is out there pro ready. Get that man, Marvin Harrison Jr. Did so, you play with Marvin? Sorry to keep interrupting you. I don't think he did. Uh, it, the over, it didn't overlap because Marvin <sighs> is a junior. So I was about to say that would be a lock if they did play together. So I'm I'm blown this DJ Moore, Marvin Harrison, Ju- Justin Fields train right there. Like that would be awesome. I'll be happy for Chicago fans. And then speaking on Packers, if they lose this game, the Vikings lose their game. The Bears win. You do know that extra game where you correspond with the opposite conference and the third place of that opposite conference who they're playing with will be the AFC East. And who is in third place at the AFC East right now? Oh, I didn't know where you were going with this. (laughs) You do your Jets. So we could possibly get an Aaron Rodgers. And it's at... This division. So whoever comes in, it's at this division. We're going to have Aaron Rodgers coming back to land. But you mean to tell me the NFL script writers are not going to rig that? <laughs> Give me the Bears here. Give me the Bears here. The Packers are 100% losing this game and getting third place. It's it's immortal. Immortal. Wow. <laughs> this is Crazy. Portal to lock. Wow. Okay. And, and the meme, the meme of Jordan Love saying the Bears are his dad or something back in earlier season. That's going to resurface this weekend. Fuck it. Already. Pastor Christian. Okay. Well, obviously you guys are wrong, and I'm picking the Packers here. Uh, minus three. You know, I've got to ride with my guy. He's proven me correct after at first looking like he proved me very, very wrong. And now he's proven me very, very correct. So I'm just gonna just gonna read this just uh, to you instead of giving any ga- anal- analysis on the game, uh, because Jalen and uh, and our buddy Gabe and you know all you all these NFC North fans that were celebrating when Rodgers was traded to the Jets uh, last year, Aaron Rodgers on the Packers, 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, 3,695 yards. 64% completion percentage and a QBR. Where is the Q uh, and a QBR of uh, or a rating of 91 Jordan love this year, 3,843 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 picks, uh, a uh, 63% capacity passing completion, a hundred QBR. So uh, for everyone, for all, all the, everyone who thought the Packers like, Oh, they, they did Aaron Rodgers wrong. They oh, they got rid of Aaron. I don't know if anyone was really saying that, but you know they're gonna be cooked. They got rid of Rodgers. Actually, they literally upgraded a quarterback. 
And Jordan Love literally better than Aaron Rodgers was last year. Uh, so just just thought that I would throw that out there. Um, so yeah, they they might know what they're doing. Um, so yeah, give me the fact. You're telling me an old and weary man. You're comparing him to old weary Aaron Rodgers last yeah. year, who first year as a starter, lost his division to the Minnesota Vikings. May I add? Yeah. I mean, an elite Minnesota Vikings team yeah. that was playing zone coverage against against this yeah, elite absolutely. quarterback that gave them nightmares for decades. Yeah, and you're trying to question him right now. I, am. I can't wait. For the I, is it is a jet is a jet Steelers game possible, Christian? You're already looking into the future. Is oh, a jet Steelers so. game possible? I hope it's Steelers. I, I think I'm going to have to make my predictions on uh on what that game is going to be like. Okay. All right. Just so you can get a taste of what Rogers can do to your franchise. Uh, okay. First of all, I have gotten tasty. Literally beat my team the last time they were in the Super Bowl. Um, so. You know, I maybe didn't get a taste every year, but uh-huh. I tasted in the biggest spot imaginable. So you don't have to tell me about that. I hope he does it again. Then. <laughs> uh, well, I, well, maybe a conference championship. Okay. Four o'clock slate. That was the last one o'clock game. Are you Got ready? a little aggressive. <laughs> that was a fun game because I'm glad we did because honestly, oh, there's, yeah, I was about to say it. we honestly don't, are about to go through like five games right here that are very uninteresting. So, Speaking of, I forgot to mention, yeah, if the Bears win this game and Vikings do end up losing, Vikings have a chance to get that eight eight seed and they get that number eight pick. They they can fall all the way to number eight. So go right. Bears. Go Bears. Okay. All right. Only game of the week with a double-digit spread. Cowboys at Washington, the hapless commanders. Dallas is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. They're the two-seed, and, w- and if they win – they have to get this. Washington has not won a game in a while. They're just waiting for Ron Rivera to be fired and their season to be over. Um, so weird to me that they did not do the interim coach thing with Bietemi a few weeks ago just to see what they had. Don't really get the whole letting Ron Rivera ride it out, but whatever. I would take Dallas minus 20 here. So this is the easy money. Give me the Cowboys. Minus 13 and a half. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any fireworks for the end of this regime in Washington. So I'm going with uh, Dallas as well. Yeah, give me Dallas. No, there's no discussion else that we should talk about with this one. <laughs> we can probably go through these next couple at uh, pretty quick speeds. Um, all right, next game. So that's another squad ride. Cowboys minus 13 and a half. Much bigger than any of the other numbers this week. So shout out to you, Washington, for being the only team to be a massive dog this week. Another division game with a bad team that's conversely got a much smaller spread and a playoff spot on the line, Seattle at Arizona. Seattle, three-point favorites on the road in the desert. Seahawks, very simple. They win and Green Bay loses, they're in. Um, Obviously, if they lose, they're not in, and if Green Bay wins, they're not in. Um, So that's very simple, their scenario. They need Green Bay to lose and they need to win. And they'll already know because the Green Bay game's at one and this is at four. No? Did I four. miss four? It's four. I'm looking at it right now. Oh yeah, you're right. I always misread the times on FanDuel. All right, never mind. I guess they don't like to do that. They don't they want the no, team. They, they, they're pretty good at making the times line up to whatever matters to the previous game. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. All right. Uh so because of all that and the fact that as we said, Kyler's win last week, I think basically secured his job. They're not gonna have a top two pick. They're not gonna pick a quarterback. So um He's probably less motivated than he was now that his job is safe. 
And Seattle has to get this. I just think they're better. So I'll take the Seahawks minus three here. Uh, see, this is, this is where you might be a little disappointed, Colby. Because I don't have faith in the Seahawks as much as I have faith in the fun that the Cardinals are starting to bring right now. You know, the last time that the Cardinals won an important, or not really important, I guess you should say, but any game in December or January, it hasn't been, it's been before the Kyler Murray era or when he is not playing quarterback. That's true. That streak has finally ended. Yeah, remember, he has, he struggles winning games in this time of year. Remember, we used to make fun of him with him and Kips Kingberry for not winning a game at this time of year when they were starting at seven and one and, and everything and then just falling apart completely when December, when the clock strikes. And they December. were electric for that first half of that season. <laughs> yeah, all the way up until December, they'll be electric. Um, but Gannon, man, I'm telling you, I, I'm starting to buy into Gannon, especially after he passed the Eagles test. Him and, Shike, him and Shike, Shane Steichen past the Eagles test where they both went to Philly and won. So I'm I'm really feeling, I'm really feeling what this guy can do here. He's scrappy. He's been scrappy all season. And I think it's going to pay off here. So I'm going with the Cardinals, especially when you have Kyler always trying to play his way and make it a little bit harder to, you know, potentially get a new quarterback. Yeah. uh, The Eagles will get to them later. Um, But Kyler did, Kyler did play. Um, pretty decent game. I'll give that to him. But I did pick the Cardinals on their site. We'll have to take the Seahawks minus three here. All right. Me and Chris I just want to say Kyler also balled out the week I released him from my fantasy book. <laughs> he was money last week. Just yeah, would he... like to just would like to add that on. Didn't I picked they... him up on my team ever since he was uh back on roster. Thank you, Christian. And uh he helped me for one game. He helped me for one. I won't lie. He helped me for a couple games, but uh as we all know, the losses just kept piling on. All right, this next game is basically completely meaningless, but let me tell you what. If you like silly turnovers, interceptions, and ridiculous fumbles from your quarterback, this is the game for you, folks. Spider-Man meme. We've got a Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold head-to-head matchup in San Francisco as the both the Rams and Niners are resting players because the Niners are locked into the one. The Rams have clinched their spot, and it seems they don't really care if they're the six or the seven. Um, So they are resting guys as well. Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. Niners are four-point favorites. I mean, I hope they both just go out there and huck it around. This game doesn't matter anyway. Uh, Let's get some funny turnovers. Uh, Give me the Niners minus four. Talking about in the Sam Darnold versus Carson Wentz matchup, you're going with Sam Darnold, dude. Give me the Carson Wentz bounce back game. I'm taking the Carson Wentz bounce back game. All right, I don't know what you're talking about. Bounce back from what? Like the last three years? <laughs> uh, bounce back off the couch. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a betting man here. I'm not saying do so but this is just as a betting man philosophy i think you do have to sprinkle on carson Wentz anytime touchdown as well as sam darnold anytime touchdown to both of them rush that brush it in because it can get a little crazy in this game but give me niners minus four here i think carson Wentz may have be low cuckoo and just throw a pick six i can see it so but yeah give it up all right 
now to the aforementioned Eagles, who are just really struggling. Um, they, yeah, it's, it's a disaster the last several weeks. They are in New York to face the Giants. G- Eagles five and a half point favorites in New York. When they played a few weeks ago, they were like 12 point favorites or whatever it was. Um, Dallas is not losing to Washington. I know this technically could be for the two seed for Philly. So that's why they're favored. But I think I have a feeling they know that Dallas isn't going to lose to Washington. They are an emotional and uh wreck right now. This team, they have gone off the rails. Um, I'll take the giants here plus the points because more than likely they're locked. Philly's locked into the five seed anyway. So I'll take New York catching the five and a half. Why not? The Eagles are a mess right now. Not in a great spot going. And I think Baker might carve them up in round one. Mute it. I'm going to take the Eagles. Sorry, I had to do a quick math. I was flipping through pages. So good thing I was muted. But <laughs> after doing a quick calculation, I am going to pitifully go with the Eagles still here. I've been 0-2 on them these last couple of weeks, and I'm going to see if this jinx continues. So, go fly, Eagles, fly. I think this team is so good. They can do it all. I think they can beat this Giants and get the ship corrected. Go ahead, Eagles. Do your thing. You guys had a tough media week. You know, it takes a lot of tough perseverance to say those things too, Jalen Hurts. It does, being stone-faced like that. I got to say, it takes a lot of character all year too. I gotta say, it's pretty impressive. So I, I I think there's a lot of leadership in that locker room and everything. So I'm going with the Eagles. I think they can get I think they can get this thing back in shape. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. How far have we fallen from grace? I did not anticipate that to happen within this last what five to six weeks. Wow. Mm. This is like a real like gut like punch. Like, it, it, how do you recover from losing four out of the last five games? Gotta and, have great leadership. <laughs> and credit to part of my take, they were one of the first ones to say this. But as as soon as they start losing, the Eagles fans are going to call for Sirianni's head and get tired of his corniness. And it's gotten to that point where Eagles Twitter is just. Dare call from Sirianni could be one of the surprise fires. Honest, I could see it. I could see it if they lose. That'd be funny. They lose this game. I put it at a seventy-five percent chance it happens. That (laughs) so, um, and also talking about Jalen Hurts, buddy. Can we stop talking in Instagram captions every time you lose? Can we stop saying everything's a learning lesson? It's really, <laughs> really, it's getting really repetitive. And this is from an outside point of view. I could not imagine from an Eagles point of view of just literally over and over again, you saying this is a learning lesson. Uh, and speaking of some philosophical Shakespeare type of line, like it, <laughs> I couldn't, I don't know, that, that's just sign up. But can it's we, not the same when you have a, See, Jalen Hurts piece and Instagram quotes, you need to get yourself a quarterback that's unique. Lamar, he almost has a whole different language. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you can't even understand the guy. You get him uh, to speak more than three sentences, you got it. Yeah, that's that's enough, you know. And then you got Kirk over here who either speaks in Gospels or speaks in Dad Rock. So 
And, and then Colby, you guys, you guys speak in helmets right now. That's your guys' lovely. That's your guys' talking language. Mason even talk because you know Mason Rudolph. That's that's what oh. I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, that's right. We speak in Christmas magic and Christmas miracles. I don't even know what Mason sounded like. <laughs> um, give me, give me the Giants plus five and a half here. I cannot take the Eagles right. anymore. I can't. I can't. All right, let's see. We got nine minutes on this meeting. I just sent y'all the link. Let's let's finish at least these two other these. There's three more games left. Two that have no meaning whatsoever, and one that's huge. So let's get through these ugly ones first. Courtesy of the AFC West, Broncos at Raiders, playing for nothing other than bragging rights. Raiders are two and a half point favorites. Um, it seems like they all really like Antonio Pierce. Um, and they seem like they want him to keep the job. Um, I think he's put a fairly good case that he should get the job at this point, especially after they didn't hire Basaccia the last time something like this happened and the McDaniels disaster was what it was. Um, I'll take the Raiders here solely, literally just for that reason. I think they'll play really hard and they want to go out on a win for Antonio Pierce try to give him a chance to have the job coming back. Um, yeah, that's that's my biggest reason, because I think these teams are pretty evenly matched. Um, I think it'll be a close game. And again, it doesn't really matter at all. So, I think this is going to be an easy one relatively for the Raiders. I think their defense, the way Max Crosby has been playing this season, he has been terrorizing quarterbacks. I just think the way the Raiders I, – I just love what the Raiders' defense has done since Antonio Pierce has taken over. So – and I just see Stidham and the Broncos' boring offense being controlled by Sean Payton. I don't have much – I don't have much confidence in that. And I have been drinking the Raider Kool-Aid. Yes, a little bit – a little, I'm a little punch drunk. But I would like to say I, I'm a little concerned. Yeah, I'm rooting for a Raiders win here. But – Today, this morning, actually, I actually got a little upset at the TV. I was, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. People were talking about potentially John Harbaugh or some other coach coming in to fill in at the Raider at the Raiders position, and I couldn't believe it. And personally, I I was not happy hearing that. I thought into I think personally, Antonio Pierce is still the man to hire, the man to keep. So, I just want to real quick before you go, question, just branch off what you said, Jalen. Um. I agree with you about Antonio Pierce, but if you can get John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh, you absolutely have to get Jim Harbaugh. He should be the first call that every team makes that's trying to hire a coach. I don't uh, think he's his job anyway. <laughs> why, why would he leave Michigan for this job? I agree. See, that's the other part of my argument. Yeah. Is that I don't think he would leave Michigan. But that's, there's, yeah. There's only one job you leave if you're Jim. There, there's only one right now, and the one that has a quarterback. Even though they have a reputation, a curse that he might not succeed in, you there's only that's the only job he probably would leave for. Is that LA? LA, yeah, yeah. Um, but give me Raiders minus two and a half. Antonio Pierce keeps his job. Good care less about this game. Squad ride on the Raiders. I love it. All right, last one before we get to the Bills, Dolphins, Chiefs, Chargers. They literally a game that could not mean less. Um, Chargers just playing to get a worse draft pick. Um, the Chiefs are starting Blaine Gabbard and resting all their guys because they're locked into the three seed. Uh, and the Chargers are three and a half point favorites. I mean, who this is literally like backups galore. This is nonsense. Who cares? I'll take the I'll I'll take the the Chiefs just because they're getting points. Why not? 
Yeah, me too. I was about to say, if it's backups galore, we're already seeing much of the Chargers' backups. So give me the Chiefs. Yep, me too. All right, that was an easy one. Chiefs plus three and a half. All right, we still got five minutes. We can at least start the Bills Dolphins. Probably finish on here and then do the locks on the other one. Bills at Miami. Game of the day. Sunday night football. Great way to end the regular season. So for Buffalo, if the Steelers win against the Ravens backups to start the week, then this is win. You're the two seed. Lose. You miss the playoffs. Well, also, I guess the Jags. If the Jags lose, they could still get in with a loss. But basically, more than likely, you're going to have to win to to get the – it's just a crazy variance. That's wild. And it shows what kind of a season it's been. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, which I guess not that surprising considering how Miami has looked at times against the good teams, and they did cook Miami the first time. Um. I don't fully trust either of these teams, but I like the Bills here. I just I have not been a believer in Miami all year. Um, so I'll take Buffalo even minus the points on the road. I think they are I just think they're better. Uh this is this is tough for me here, folks. Uh I truly believe that Mike McDaniels will find a way. I truly did. I've said that the last couple of weeks. I mean, he pulled through in a big game against Dallas, but boy, oh boy, did they get stomped back to reality uh, by Baltimore. So I am here to say that I think Miami will handle business soundly. I don't think they care for the narrative too much about going to Kansas City. I think it's to them being more important to them just being able to shut down a divisional rival and winning a division title. So. I think with this offense, and yes, question marks on why you keep Bradley Chubb, the guy that I've been raving about and pointing out to the def- to you guys on this podcast about the defense for Miami, like, hey, they still got him. No, nah, they want to keep him in a blowout game with five minutes left against the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, the great idea on that one. I won't, I won't give you any flowers for that, but I'm still going to trust Miami. I'm still going to trust Miami. So I like the offense. I think they'll get Waddle back. So going with Miami. We're going to go into this game. We do have to shout that one Miami uh, beat reporter that was shaming the Ravens for upping the score with Tyler Huntley when the Miami Dolphins blew 70 against the Denver Broncos. Just have to shout that out real quick. Um, wow. This is a game. This is what the NFL script wanted. They wanted this to come down to this. So I told, I said it last week. They, they wanted it to come down to this. So the side of Buffalo, Buffalo wins. Buffalo is going to Kansas City. That is that is there. So that will be a very entertaining Super Wild Card weekend game. Dolphins win. But Bills might be out of the playoffs completely, or they what fall to the sixth? Do they still remain in the sixth spot, or are they going to be? Are they on the seventh spot right now? So if Buffalo wins, I'm pretty sure they actually take Miami's spot. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So Miami. Yeah, so Miami's in the playoffs, but if they lose this, they'll be the sixth seed. And six, after yeah. Kansas City, if they win, they're the two seed. So pretty big difference. <laughs> and Buffalo, if Buffalo loses, hypothetically the Steelers lose, are they in the seventh spot? Uh, it just depends on. So their seeding would just depend on what happens with these other teams. Oh, God. If, if Buffalo, if the Steelers lose and Buffalo loses, or Jacksonville loses, and Buffalo loses this game, they'd be the six or the seven. 
So we could possibly get a whole repeat of this exact game next week. Because Miami yeah. put the sec- a second. Yeah. Steelers over Jacksonville loses. Yes, we could, which that would be wild. <laughs> like, literally, okay, so. And the Dolphins just lost Briley Chubb, too. That's huge. Oh, God. Tyreek, and I don't think Jalen Waddle's playing either. But still, give me give me Miami plus two and a half. Rattle it out, and the Bills freaking take it a year. Lives <laughs> on. All right. All right, last regular season edition of the dues list coming up. Christian, tough week last week. We've got some people that were blacklisted, correct? Yep, as we said. Um, A.J. Brown and Stephon Diggs joined Devontae Adams and Tony Pollard on the – they're, they're banned for lists. <laughs> so we move on. So we start off with the man that Baker relies on, Mike Evans. Back in back in the stronger start strong here. Then we go to the possible blowout game in Washington. Give me Jake Ferguson anytime touchdown. He's due. And then last but not least, we go to prime time. We go to Tyreek Hill anytime touchdown after his house has caught on fire. So Crazy. that gives you the plus eight twenty. That is the last regular season they're due. What a reason to throw someone on there. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I say that every week, but it seems reasonable to me. All right, Jay. Maybe you should say you don't like it then, Colby. No, that's Maybe point. I don't like it, Christian. Terrible picks. No way. You think Ferguson's going to get in the end zone? What are you, crazy? Get out of here with that. <laughs> it's this commander's defense. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. All right. Maybe that's the that's the trick next year is we got we to gotta come back with negative energy instead of positive energy. I don't know. We'll figure it out, Christian. We'll figure it out. All right, guys. Wait, do we have the current odds on all that? I didn't hear that part. Eight twenty or somewhere around there. Woo! All right, everybody, this is it. You heard Colby say it at the beginning of this seg- of the day. It's uh, it's not really up for a debate here on who came in first, who came in second, and who even came in last. But the most important thing here, in my opinion, is we gotta make sure we keep our statement games and upsets true to their name. Okay, we've been doing that really well. So let's just take a little sneak peeky here over at uh, our upsets. Uh, the Steelers. Huh, what do you know? There was only one person last week that was talking about the Steelers in a good way, and it wasn't even our Steelers fan. You're right. It was me. You're right about that. Was, what do you know? I got that upset right. Panthers. They run the best they not cover. years. But, Colby, you need, you're in for a big shocker. Because though the Cowboys won last week, they did not cover. Yeah, so I know. you did get your statement game right. I'll say, I'll let it slide. Because over here in this department, we're more for the outright wins. We're here for outrights. <laughs> then Christian, you went with the disappointment of the Chargers trying to go for the Broncos. It was a cheap move, but I mean, you, it was worth a shot. And then your statement win was the 49ers of them getting back on track. And there's nothing. Yeah, I, don't really, I don't really count that as a statement when they look really flat. <laughs> hey, a win's a win, sir. Uh, you got to count it in our books here because yours was the only one that actually covered as a statement. Because my Vikings surely did not. <laughs> All right. So first things first, boys, let's go ahead. What are we thinking for upsets? I'm going to start you off, Christian, first. 
upset. We all know where this road all leads to. The Bears give me them in. And break all the Packers' hearts. Give it to me. Beautiful. That's all I can say. Just beautiful. Colby, what do you got? I'll take your Vikings, actually, over Detroit. Upset. Vikings end the season on a high note, despite their quarterback situations. Hey, could be in the playoffs. Could be in the playoffs. Playoffs, maybe. Never know. Never know. It's just, just, just a thought. Just a thought. Um... I'm going to go with the upset being, man, I got a lot of fun ones here. I'm going to stick with the Cardinals, a game that has a little bit of weight to it. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Okay, that's a good one. Those are all pretty good upset picks. And then for my statement game, I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going with the Bucks for my statement game. All right, makes sense. All right, I'm going to – you know, the statement game is easy for me. Got to be the Packers. Jordan Love got to make the statement that the ownership remains intact, that he runs, that he still owns Chicago, just as his predecessors did. He gets to finish his first year as the starter with a sweep of the Bears. Oh, I mean, so heartbreaking for our friend Gabe. Not really. They don't really have anything at stake. <laughs> Besides pride. And pride, yeah. Pride is at stake, sure. That's true. All right. Christian. Game, give me... Give me the Colts to take over. Yes, the sir. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, here we are, folks. It's not really like I said a debate. So, we're going to go ahead, Christian. Go ahead and start us off with the locks. You deserve it. Yeah. You got your belt. You got your belt not only on the podcast, but you got it in fantasy football. Why not? Let's not, let's line up reward it right here. Yeah, I brought the brought brought the trophy home to the podcast. All you active viewers, listeners, this one's for you. We've got it home. We brought it. <laughs> we made it. We're coming home. Coming home. So it's satisfaction victory. It was an honor, Matt. You're the one that shut me down the first time when I got I got my redemption story. Same thing as what, and funny enough, 2019 it happened, and exactly what will happen to the Ravens here, 2019 redemption. So, um, that's what I'm here for. For first pick, give me um, Bears plus three. I'm doubling down. Wow. I can't believe you missed the obvious one. One. I'm. Am I going second, Jalen? Are we going by the stage? Yeah. Yes, you are right. You are second. I was going to give you second, sir. Plus three. Yeah, that's why I figured we're doing the standings. I mean, ha, I, I've got to take the Patriots minus one and a half. What are we talking about here? That's the easiest, biggest lock of the week. I'm going with, well, with the Colts here. I'm going to take the seat. I'm going to test the Colby curse. I'm going with the Colts. Oh, right. They're getting one and a half. Yeah, plus one and a half. All right. And then your second pick? Uh, My second pick. We're gonna might as well. Uh, geez, man, I'm, I had this team always on my on my list. I'm gonna stick with. Uh, I forgot. I'm actually in the. I have to think about this for a second. Dang on, <laughs> I have to think for a second here. <laughs> I forgot. This is important. I have to actually try to go 500 here or higher than 500. I have a chance to go perfectly 500, right? 
Yeah, so you're one game. So if you go 3-0, you'll have a winning record. If you go 2-1 even, you'll have a winning record. If you go 1-2, you'll have a losing record. <laughs> you have to aim. So I need, a t- I, need, I need even a push. I need to find a push here. You got to lose find... two of three. Yeah, or if you right. get a push somehow, you can go 500. But I would just try to go above 500 if I were you. No, I would go for even. I would only try to get one right. Yeah, I was gonna say if I can go perfectly five hundred, I think that's impressive. Well, then, oh wait, well no, to do that it would be impressive because you'd have to get two pushes. If you want to go to be perfectly five hundred, you'd have to go one zero oh, and two, because you're right now you're twenty four, twenty five, and one. So Ooh, that's a lot of math. Surprise! Give me the bucks. Give me the bucks. Give me the bucks plus minus four and a half. Well, Okay, yeah. you realize the half point spreads. Yeah, I know that gets rid of the push. Okay, I know. all right, okay, just making sure. Yeah, okay. I it's my... too much math. No, you got a couple to pick from. Okay. No, it's not a lot of good. It's fine. It's fine. Just make a real. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Good. Um. All right, my second one. Uh, give me the Jags minus three and a half. This is Trevor can't go down like this. The Jags can't go down like this. Give me Jacksonville minus three and a half. My last two picks give me Bucks minus four and a half. I'm going yeah. back. Whoa! Did you take Bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, give me Raiders minus two and a half. And oh. Give me. God, these are so ugly games, dude. A lot like, of ugly. It's, this just... last week of the year is always <laughs> tough. People sitting. <laughs> oh God, dude. Um, give me Miami plus two and a half. Ooh, all right, Dolphins plus two and a half. All right. I mean, for my last one, I'll go with the challenge, Christian. Give me the Packers. I'm doubling and tripling down. You got to get this win, Packers. Packers minus three. Uh, I mean, last pick like of the year, Jalen. Yeah, last pick of the year. I might, I might regret this one. But give me the Eagles. Give Ooh. me the Eagles minus five and a half. Wow, that's a risky one. Okay, all right. So that brings the the. Total. Wait, 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 wait. Pause, pause. Actually, delete that one. Sorry, delete okay. that. That's fine. I'm, I'm glad I'm the last pick. Delete that one. Go Give ahead. me the Cowboys. I'll take the last big spread of the year. Oh, there, I'll you take the last <laughs> there you go. I'll take the last big spread. There you go. Last big spread of the year. Well, maybe there'll be some in the playoffs. But... That would really suck if we come back a week later and that's the deciding factor for her Jalen to get 500. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's That'd be the way I go out. <laughs> be fitting. All right. So your week 18 final locks of the year. I got all favorites for me my patriots minus one and a half jags minus three and a half packers minus three Jalen, you're on the colts plus one and a half bucks minus four and a half cowboys minus 13 and a half and christians on the bears plus three raiders minus two and a half dolphins plus two and a half we've also got six squad picks this week we're on the browns and the points bucks patriots cowboys raiders as favorites and the chiefs and the points with their backups that is the final locks of the year, folks. Woo! And then next week's edition will be an actual playoff bracket that we just go off of. So there we go. Christian, 
I mean, shout out to you, man. You kicked our ass this year. <laughs> Simple as that. Started cooking, yeah. You you really from like mid season on, you were just whenever you started that little like nine and zero stretch. From that point on, you just ran away. With I was like, I I'm running away. It was like right <laughs> on. Was like fire there for a while. Five weeks, I went three and zero. Like yeah, you were cooking. If yeah, Colby, you had a good start. You had a good start, Colby, as well. Let's not forget. I'm not. I'm not upset at all with my year. I'm honestly impressed with myself that I managed to get five pushes over the course of the year. Yeah. Um, Christian didn't even get a single push the whole time. I got one. I, got yeah. one. Right. I don't know how I managed to get five pushes. <laughs> hey, you just have an eye for talent. And so, folks, as the clock strikes nine eleven out east, wow. it is time. Four final thoughts of the NFL regular season. Christian, go ahead and take it us away, man. You're, you're we're on a limited time with you now. Of course, oh, I want to give a picture. Monday night, we have Michigan against Washington. Harbaugh wins for Michigan. He wins his first college football. <laughs> championship a month later his brother comes in and lifts the Lombardi for the second time ever a sports documentary on Netflix Amazon Prime Hulu <laughs> whatever comes out will be titled who has it better than us nobody the famous Harbaugh family saying that they preach into the locker rooms will be the title of it they've become the first two brothers to win at the respective divisions at top of the head honcho. The head hardballs will be forever cemented into the legacy of football. Like it's painted right there. Like oh it, yeah. It's right there. If Harbaugh and like if Harbaugh wins Monday, I will be extremely confident that Harbaugh also wins in February. <laughs> I mean, there'd be a lot of I say there's a lot of smack talking when things like that happen in the family. So I would be. I'm always. I'm always there for these documentary pictures. Yeah, I mean, you if you get all of that there, right, I'm right there for it. If you get all that right, including the title of the Netflix documentary, that's a hell of a call. By I, I'm gonna honestly, you should just pitch it to him right now and see if you can just be the director. <laughs> I have been on this like it was on my drive home, and I was like, "This is how it goes. <laughs> this is how it's gonna go." I see the script. I see it there. I'm gonna write off my hot streak of takes. My picks, everything, all for this. There it is. Beautiful. We need it. We'll be doing a recap of all our picks here soon. Don't in our all our best takes. Probably next week. What we have to talk when we need to fill in time for missing all the <laughs> other, you know, football teams like myself. All right, Colby. All right, well, final I thoughts of the NFL regular season. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not going to follow the rules here, though. And I'm, I, <laughs> I try <laughs> to, to be honest with you because so mine is about basketball, my final thought, but that's fine. It's a good one, though, Jalen. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, as you mentioned, it's like, you know, we have our teams that we all like and our teams that we like to bang on. Christian has his the Bengals that he loves to, you know, talk, uh, talk about. And Jalen, the LA Lakers, a team that you and I love to uh, bash on. Oh, so fun. There's some trouble in paradise. Let me tell you, folks, they are below 500. They're 2-8 and eight since they won the in-season tournament. LeBron is reportedly frustrated. Uh, 
and they are below 500, not even in the play-in right now. I still expect them to be in the playoffs come the end of the season, but we talked about them a little bit on Tuesday when we did the tiers. They're a mess right now, and you know what? You love to see it, so that's my final thought. I, I hope it gets even more dysfunctional. Well, it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> guys, I'm guilty of the same crime. I, too, I'm going to be talking about a sport that's not the NFL. Yeah, uh, I, we just talked about the NFL the whole time, so I think it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I know. Even though they're due for a proper send-off. Right now, that's why I talk about the fucking Timberwolves. <laughs> All right? Last night, and I'm, been, I'm growing a little concerned, Colby, again, for the Timberwolves, because we're starting to hit the double-digit losing mark here. And I'm starting to feel, and as a Wolves fan, you got, usually when we hit that 10 marker, Things start unraveling until we hit 15. So <laughs> I saw that question. That's so funny. <laughs> what is he brushing? What is he brushing? Well, poor LeBron. But anyways, I, I'm I'm going with the Wolves mostly because this take is saying here that I'm concerned about this whole defensive approach that the Wolves are going with. Um in basketball, we I've seen it in the last two games, especially last night when they played the Pelicans. Um, if they, uh, if teams are on, if the teams are shooting well and they're feeling it, no good, no matter how well you play defense. I mean, it's hard to stop these guys. So I'm just a little concerned, you know, especially when you get to the playoffs and you're relying on defense and, you know, whether or not teams are just hot or whether or not. So yeah, just a little concern for my wolves. Always like to shout out some concern before we go in a little slump there, but Besides that, NFL, you treated me great. It's been a hell of a ride. If I get to go into the playoffs next week, it was for the wrong reasons. And so, besides that, it's been a pretty good stuff. Right, Colby? I would say, yeah, very good stuff this season. Great job. Great job by you guys. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.